Welcome to my podcast. This podcast is called Doula Club. My name is Bonnie Silva and I will be your host. Enjoy the ride. So a lot of clients ask me in our in my prenatal sessions with them, and this is a question that comes up a lot, is that if they're going to take a shit while having a baby. Um, and I, I, I'm very blunt about it. And I just say, yeah, you might. And the same muscles that you use to push out a baby are the same muscles that you use to push out feces. Um, it's the same reason, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it's the same reason why we pee when we poop most of the time. Pooping is a concern for a lot of people, and I think it's the conception that poop is dirty, poop is bad. Um, when actuality, it's just from all the amazing stuff we eat and it's just the stuff coming out. It's kind of like a full circle ordeal. And when it comes to birth, you know, think of like the baby being, uh, squeezed out and it's like squeezing everything aside, especially your feces and your large intestines. So, you know, what I what I think that, you know, what I try to tell at least my clients is, um, you know, that's the last thing you you don't have to think about that. But it's again, like it's a it's a totally legit concern. And I don't like to uh, brush aside um, clients concerns because, you know, they're in the end, like they're they're becoming new parents. There there's tons of worries in their heads that I can't even fathom with. And I am so thankful for having been working in the field with the most amazing professionals where it is quick how nurses and nurse uh, midwife assistants, they clean it up real fast. And that's what I try to tell my clients, too, because I think that knowing that and hearing that and, and just normalizing birth in a very anatomical way, anatomy kind of sense, um, alleviates the clients, or at least, like, they understand that, like, yeah, they might be a little embarrassed, but they're going to be too focused on the pushing to really care um, in the end. And having a professional staff around them is really really important and I think having a good communication uh, you know like me as a doula when I look over to the nurses we always give each other glances and 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 you know good confirmation with our eyes we talk a lot with our eyes a lot of times and it is a good relationship I can also say that you know the body does some weird shit literally and physically and emotionally yeah And since we're on that subject, I just want to tell you how constipated I am with all the bullshit that's been happening in our healthcare system. The fact that Mount Sinai West, birth, Brooklyn, the birthing center at Mount Sinai West, closed. And they are not staffing it. I just heard from a doula friend of mine, Jennifer, and I was talking to my other friend, Tian, that they're not even staffing it. So it's closed. Um, so now that's like left with two birthing centers, I believe, in New York City. That's the Brooklyn Birthing Center in Ridgewood. And then there is the Nassau Birthing Center. 
um, the University of Nassau in Midwood, which, I mean, come on, New York. Are you, are you fucking serious? I mean, just two birthing centers in the whole metropolis. I mean, if we got mad like soccer moms being inconvenienced at restaurants, I'm sure that shit would get done. Literally, figuratively, and emotionally. It's just, I just don't understand. How can a city like New York allow this to happen? And supposedly the Mount Sinai West Birthing Center is closing down to get more private rooms. Like, nobody needs more money in their pocket. All right? Let's just put it that way. Whoever is putting money in their pocket, extra cash, their their pants are falling down right now. Okay? That's just a fact. Um, we are having less and less options and it is getting very frustrating to see it happen. Um, and the little fishes in the ponds are getting even smaller and that's just not right. And this is like my opinion. You can be mad about it too. I don't care. This is my opinion. I think that we as a metropolis here in New York City on the East Coast, we need more options. And the options that are getting limited is just beyond me. And it is completely inappropriate what's happening. Really, it's just becoming just inappropriate. And I think that somebody needs to put a, so- a stooling softener up somebody's asshole and really just make things start working again. Because the fact that, that it closed down was just a spear through my heart. Um, I've had really great memories as a doula there. I know that the staff there was so accommodating. So I'm really having a hard time understanding why New York City is just completely not being supportive towards all types of births, including natural birth, which, come on, it's not, and like, it, it's natural birth is amazing. I mean, not that I've had one, but. I want to I want to be able to support every single parent here in New York City to the birth that they want to do and not the birth that they're obligated to do. Think about it. I think I think it's always so interesting when for example I have like two client meetings, like two prenatal meetings in one day and to see the vast difference of their emotional state, how prepared they are. Um, I, for example, had two clients today. Uh, one was in the morning, one was in the afternoon. Uh, different clients, different areas. Uh, I would say that they're about the same social status. Um, color of the skin does not matter at the moment. I was just very fascinated how um, the first batch of clients were uh, very nervous, very almost like holy shit what did we get ourselves into um and I try to have the same kind of vibe when I come in I try to always be encouraging uh optimistic realistic but I always explain things uh with an anatomy kind of background like where you know um it it takes time for the cervix to get from one to ten And a lot of the questions that I always get is like, how much time, how long, uh, what, what should I do? And now 
in regards to like how time and how long I try to be as vague as possible because I don't like giving people numbers because humans have a tendency to take numbers on a very high expectation. I take myself, for example, when I want to lose weight and I set myself a number and I don't achieve it, how disappointed I am that I can't fit into that dress. I feel like it's the same thing. You know, if you tell a client, yeah, it'll be, you know, you might be X centimeter, let's say six centimeters by the 311, and they get to the hospital and they're not that, they will be pissed. And by all, you know, they, they're kind of right. I mean, like, you know, they they assume that when you're telling them, and you're just telling them on a very vague sense, but they take that to heart. So it's it's very important to know how to cross that bridge on a very conscious level of what kind of information you're giving your client in order for your client not to freak out or or to be very prepared in a very realistic way. Uh, The second clients that I had were much, much prepared. They were much more relaxed, Um, you know, I enjoyed that the husband had questions for me. I enjoyed that he kept coming around to the same questions because to me, that tells me that he's interested, you know, however he's engaged when the moment comes to when his partner's in labor, that doesn't matter. You know, I think that people react to being on a high stress level situation very differently. I think that having also my bartending background really prepared me for people's different attitude towards different scenarios or scenarios, however you way you want to pronounce that. But, you know, I, I think that, I, you know, I've seen some some really crazy shit when I bartended and, and served for that matter. Um, I remember working at Charlie's Kitchen in Cambridge. I was a Charlie's girl at some point in my life. And you see some shit there. So in a way, I'm very thankful for them to have hired me and for me to have stayed for almost two years at Charlie's Kitchen on Elliott Street. Not that I'm promoting them. I'm really not. Um, But it prepared me to be able to kind of deal with all the personalities and and the emotional high stake that people put themselves in when labor happens, birth happens, and, and you know, oh my God, I'm going to be a dad, or I'm going to be a mom, or I'm going to be a parent, any moment, any time, any, any day. So, you know, again, I, I try to be really fucking cautious, man. I, I really do. Um, I try not to give people numbers. It's really disappointing. I really I really try not to. Um I try to be very very cautious. And again, I I try to tell people about their anatomy, their body. How amazing is that you just created a placenta out of nothing. Out of the blue. Well, not out of the blue, but you know what I mean. You know, and and the fact that like it it's just ah, oh, birth is so cool, man. Anatomy. Huh? Who would know? So, so recently, um, so I started this podcast uh, last week, and this is the second episode. I had to change my Instagram handle again. So the, I named it originally Insta Doula Club, 
and it just didn't resonate with me. It just didn't feel right. And I think that like starting something on your own and doing it by trial and error, trying to figure out how to record a podcast, trying to figure out how to promote yourself and how to get people to like, I don't know, like you, like, like me, listen to me, want me. Um, it's really hard. It's, it's really, it's one of those things where you have to kind of like, be like, I'm cool. Look at me. Oh, be my friend. But I, so I changed my Instagram handle to real doula club. Follow me there. If you want to, you know, I don't know, watch me do some shenanigans, Um, sometimes I post some stupid pictures of myself and sometimes they're cool pictures. Sometimes they are, you know, um, and I think that that's the, the, the trial and error of being, uh, an artist slash business person slash, I don't know, woman in this world, I guess I should say. Anyway. I'm trying to get some guests on this podcast because I would love to have some real interesting conversations, get some heated up convos in this podcast, girl, get some controversial because I'm a controversial kind of woman. So I think that if you feel like you should be a guest on this podcast, you should totally reach out to me. You can find a way to reach out to me. You can probably reach out to me on my Instagram, which is Real Duel Club. Find me, message me. And let's talk. I hope you have a great day. I'm probably going to walk my dog again tonight. I don't know. I'm in my bathroom right now. So I'll figure that out later. But have an awesome day. Bye.